Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lily Petrascu. Lily is a book publisher and founder of Brand for Speakers and co-founder of Speakers Are Leaders. And Lily also creates books that transform the world for entrepreneurs that want to make a bigger difference worldwide. Hey, Lily, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you just explain a bit more about you know, the kind of people that you serve and uh, where your business is today? So um, I impact um, thousands of people worldwide to um, publish and uh, write a book that transforms the world. And I organize large events uh, where celebrities um, appear and also entrepreneurs uh, so that uh, through co-branding, they can um, they can um, attra- attract more business. And um, I'm also an influencer with 140,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And and uh, over the last two years, I've worked with hand-selected entrepreneurs who wanted my coaching to publish their book and through that to expand their brand and to create a luxury brand around their business. Oh, fantastic. So th- this level of, of client you take on, wh- where are they when they first reach out to you? So I've worked with people that have been, uh, you know, that were already multimillionaires. I've also worked with people who were housewives and also people who were, you know, find, uh, looking to find their way, uh, perhaps like mm-hmm. coaches, coaches that were starting out. Um, mm-hmm. So a varied, um, you know, varied levels of expertise. Nice. And your ability to help people to you know, get their book out there, get published, actually reach the masses. What kind of impact do you help them make in the world? So through publishing a book, uh, first that they elevate their brand, they become an authority in their field. They um, start to crystallize um, what they're actually here to do, uh, they transform themselves. And through transforming themselves and becoming more confident, they transform the world and they make a bigger difference in their community and their family. Um, And through that, they get invited to speak at the same events as celebrities. They they feel empowered to speak worldwide. They um, start, you know, uh, getting better, better opportunities, joint venture uh, plans. Um, They attract a lot more of what they never expected to attract. They get featured in the media so much more. Wow. So it sounds like it opens up so many doors for for entrepreneurs and and business owners. Now, with with that, what is it like for you when it sounds like some of your clients come to you and they haven't quite got the message, haven't quite got everything sort of 
cemented down. So what's it like for you to actually help to just uncover what a business is all about, where the passion is, what their area of genius actually is? So um, people come to me and um, we go through a discovery session where uh, we look at how can they tell their story in a way that it becomes a blueprint that other people can follow. And that, mm-hmm. blue- and that blueprint is a system that um, I don't know whether it's an A to Z system, whether it's a five step, 10 step system that then becomes um, the chapters for the book. And then that becomes actually the coaching system they're going to follow in order to coach the people that they're going to coach. And then it could become a workshop, uh, you know, a seminar, uh, a TEDx talk. It, could, it turns into a lot of different things. And that's the most important thing, finding a title for the book that becomes your luxury brand, your TEDx talk, your, um, you know, your workshop, your seminar, and it could be a board game, it could be a card make card game, it could be so many different things. Yeah. Um, and you you just have to choose, you know, like one keyword that um, becomes super powerful for your tribe. And it's either a statement or something that your tribe feels attracted to. And that's, um, that helps them, um, the entrepreneurs as well, to, um, to crystallize their message and attract more of the tribe they really want to attract. Love that. So you're able to help people to extract this, this message, the area of of genius for them. Um, it does it come from them? Does it come from you? Is it a playful um, way of you both working together? It's a very good question. So um, I think that we all have almost like a chaos of ideas. Mm-hmm. We have a we all have a chaos of ideas of creative. No ideas. idea what you mean. Mm-mm. <laughs> No idea what I what I mean. I'm joking. There's so many ideas over here. It's like yeah. we, we can always do so many things. It's like ah, what what do we go with, right? And then my job is almost like to pick out Wally from the crowd. Okay, so it's it's almost like to pick out that mm-hmm. little man in you know in a stripe in a stripy top that is um and, and you and you don't know where where you know Wally is right? So it's almost like to find that little thing, but it's going to come from them. It's going to come from you, right? If I'm working with you, it's going to come from you. You're going to say the different words, maybe not in that exact order. um, But at some point, I'm going to feel because I'm quite spiritually oriented, I'm going to start feeling tingles, right? Mm -hmm. When you start going towards, it's almost like the, the hot and cold game, right? When you start going towards an area that I believe should be your calling and should be your mission, um, I start to feel like, wow, I'm getting warm there, you know, like I'm getting tingles. And uh, that's when I start to feel, yeah, we're, we're heading in the right direction. And then at some point, you're going to say certain keywords. Um, and then I'm going to put them in the right order. And I'm going to come up with something that's going to be simple mm-hmm. and sexy simple and sexy and attractive and at the same time something that you're thinking how didn't I think of that but it's like it was there you said it but it's like I just helped you put it in the right order kind of thing oh hey I love that process everything you spoke about there is exactly the same way that that, that we coach and mentor our clients over here I mean Katie the intuitive you know has the, the hair stand on end she gets you get that 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 feeling of oh that's there's something there as we help our clients to find the beliefs the the promises the stories that are holding the back you're able to dig into your clients and find the the magic the the words the phrases the areas the aspects that were there all along hidden in plain plain sight and you get to just pluck them out and be like here it is well that was easy it's this that sounds amazing I love that Mm -hmm. yeah 
So how did you actually come about and, and get into this line of work to start with? Um, okay, so how did I come about uh, doing this? Uh, it's, um, it's quite interesting because I came to London to work as an au pair and uh, with 100 euros in my pocket. And um, about eight years later, eight years later, I was still... Um, I was still a nanny and I just uh, found uh, felt like I hadn't done anything. And I was looking mm. to kind of like leave a legacy to do something important that if I died tomorrow, it would mean that my life wasn't for nothing. So I just wasn't sure what I was going to do. I just knew I had to do something. I didn't have a property. I didn't have a boyfriend. I, I had nothing. I was like living in the flat chair um, and I was a nanny. That's all I, I was, right? Um, so just, I just decided to publish my first book. And from that moment, I saw an amazing impact on my life because I became an authority. People started to introduce me as the author rather than the nanny. Um, then secondly, um, like hundreds of guys wanted to date me, you know, okay, okay, it's this is not a dating show, but, you know, just so you know, if you do want to date, you know, publishing a book is fantastic. Just go write a book, forget Tinder. Get a book published, you'll get the right people coming to you. <laughs> no, seriously, it worked like magic for me. It just, uh, you know, got me uh, so many, you know, like potential, you know, hundreds of people wanted to date me. And and previously, I, I wasn't like, you know, so exciting for, you know, for, for, for men, for whatever reason. Although I believed I was attractive at the time, but somehow I was not attractive from a, you know, um, you know, ma wife material sort of, you know, uh, point of view. And, mm. um, and when I became an author, I became attractive from that perspective, right? Then um, people started inviting me to so many different opportunities, to courses, to, you know, marketing courses, to, um, you know, collaborations. And then I got offered a job to um, manage a property business that, that at the time was doing 400 120k per year and note that I had never worked in a business before and so I I was uh, um, offered this property management job um, as a director of a company doing 420k per year and and I managed to take it to 642k per year with the same number of properties and um, just because I'm amazing you know and I realized that you know through through publishing a book I realized in a way my potential, right? You know, and then after a few years, I realized, you know, I want to do something even more exciting. So yeah. I, because I saw the power of a book to bring clients, because we were using actually the, the book to gift the book to clients that were highly interested in properties. So then um, we were also, uh, I also published another book, English from Zero to Hero, which we used in order to double the price of the English courses, because my partner also had this English course kind of school. And um, so because I saw the power of that, I saw mm -hmm. the power the power of me publishing my book and then the power of publishing the book for the businesses, I really saw the power of that. And I decided to do that around the world. And since then I started speaking around the world. And since then I empowered more than a million people on social media and, you know, um, got, you know, 140,000 followers. And also now I, I'm collaborating with a celebrity featured in the movie, The Secret, that helped many authors to sell more than 200 million books. I would never have attracted that had I not published my first book and had I not, you know, started speaking worldwide about the power of a book, you know. Wow, that is a journey and a half. And now you get to, to share your experience and allow other people to, oh, to do the same thing, to have you know, the power of the book, the power of having that bit of authority. Um, it's, 
it's it's yeah. changed your life and you get to help others change theirs it's fantastic yeah it is it is absolutely amazing and actually now my mission is to empower 100 million people to be happier go after what they want share their stories and create wealth through books that transform the world and i know that i can do this and um I can see it happening, you know, like mm. I can see it happening because I want to have a, a Netflix or Amazon documentary show showing the process behind the books. And I do think if I was to, re I mean, when I'm going to reach that, I know that it's going to be much easier than I, I've ever thought uh, to reach those kind of numbers of people, you know, for most people, those kind of numbers seem like impossible. And I do know that it's possible to reach them through doing mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, it's um, it's the the thermostats. Is it Tony Robbins talks about changing the thermostats? So you you have your limits. You have where you're going to go to, where you're what you see as the highest level. And to understand those figures, I want to help ten people. No, I want to help a thousand people. No, a million. No, a hundred million. Come on, find that level so then you can actually go and get to it and hit it. So to actually be able to raise your visibility, your awareness. That's huge. So to have those goals and those dreams um, and to know that they're they're yeah. achievable. So I love, I love what you're doing. Thank you. Now, that's an amazing background. Um, but I want to hear about what's going on right now because obviously, you know, this life isn't just nice and easy and you're fixed and everything is, you know, rainbows and buttercups. What challenges do you go through even now at your level as you're growing, as you're trying to help so many people? What, what, where's your area of focus? Where, where do you kind of, what are you battling with right now? I would say there's a lot of different things, but I would say the biggest thing that I've battled with is actually perfectionism. And, and perfectionism leads to a lot of things. So, um, because I'm always trying to 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 kind of like over deliver and you know like excellent mm -hmm. is that you know there's that extra level of excellent and then outstanding and then just trying harder and harder and harder and through that I overwhelm myself and I've mm -hmm. done that I've done that in the beginning of you know starting to work with books and especially when people were not paying very much and what happened is that you know if people pay very little and then it's like that whatever they're paying is not even covering the cost of what you're going to deliver. And then you deliver a thousand times more than you promised. And then yep. they're actually asking you for even more. Yes. And then at some point I, I got to the stage where I was feeling like I was feeling two things. I think I was feeling resentful for the fact mm. that you can say, you know, they paid for X and then they wanted, you know, a thousand times X. Um, I think I felt angry with them and myself for yeah. that. And I think I felt um, sad as well. And um, almost like a feeling of a feeling of failure, like a really strong feeling of failure, because, you know, like deep down, I'm, I'm just so kind and I really want to help. And I'm, and I'm so focused on over delivering. And I think that I've, I've had two types of clients, clients who let's say paid more and they they didn't give me headache you know like mm. they they actually were coachable they were willing to do stuff and you know the ro the road was clear you know it was like so easy to work with them and then i had others where they paid little 
and then they wanted more and more. And I was already offering them a thousand times more than they paid. And, you know, they wanted thousands of corrections and thousands of covers and, you know, and I didn't know how to put boundaries. And uh, because it's, it was all about, you know, keeping your customer happy. And then mm-hmm. the more I was focusing on keeping the customer happy and then the overwhelm became bigger. And then uh, it was just impossible to keep up with that. And then that led to depression and feeling like, you know, nothing I'm going to do is going to be ever good enough because, um, you know, what's the point? I'm like so amazing. I'm, you know, um, I'm always a champion. I've always been a champion. And yet I'm failing every single day because I'm not, um, it's like, I'm not delivering this really mm-hmm. high, really high expectation that I put myself to keep everyone happy. Uh, and it's almost like it feels like it's impossible to because they want unrealistic stuff. You know, Can I just jump in there quickly. So yeah. with this unreasonable expectation, the weight of I want to over deliver, mm-hmm. where was for you personally, where was that coming from? Was it was it a fear? Was it a doubt? What, what was that? Do you know? Where, where where is what coming uh can you repeat that yeah where was it coming from was it like you know because some people have their fears and scarcity and worries that i need to do this because if they leave me that then they won't refer me they won't have any repeat clients all this so what was it that was making you that was controlling you and, and bringing on that over delivery i think it's a sum of multiple things first you know, uh, an an upbringing of excellence Mm -hmm. where anything that was pretty much almost perfect but not completely perfect was always put down and criticized. That's one. Mm -hmm. Second, um, you know, when you're starting out and then you have to have good reviews, you know, and then if you don't, it's like impossible to sell because nobody will buy the next thing, right? So there's that. Um, Then I think... Um, people pleasing, you know, like having mm. that people pleasing thing where you, I really wanted people to be genuinely happy because yeah. I equate my worth with how happy people, mm-hmm. people are, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, the happier people are, the more I'm worth, the more I matter. And if they're not happy, that means I'm worth nothing because yeah. you know, that. Yes, absolutely. Oh, we see this so, so much. I mean, everyone has this level of something within them that wants to seek that outside validation or has has their hat on on that. How is this? Is this how is this still showing up for you? Where does this still come into play for you? Um, I think I've I've sort of gradually started to create better boundaries, but I can't say that I'm perfect even now in terms of that you know yeah. I'm still struggling with those boundaries so like uh you know if people ask me for a hundred covers and so on maybe I'll still do a lot n- much larger number than I promised mm. um and <clears throat> and I think I'm um to some extent I'm always going to be a people pleaser you know I don't mm. know if I if I will ever like learn in that respect you know mm-hmm. People will just learn that they'll just get more with me. And it is somehow frustrating because um, to some extent, I feel like, you know, okay, you, you, you know, you paid for X and you're getting, you know, a thousand X and still, you know, other people, you're happy to pay a lot more and get a lot less. And it's just, a, you know, it's just something that um, mm. you can say, I can't, I can't say that I resolved that, you know, I'm still yeah. coping with it. I can't yeah. say that I resolved it. I'm just coping with it in a sense that 
I have better boundaries, but they're still not like hugely different from, you know, how they were years ago. So, yeah. Has this helped you to, um, to sort of identify the clients that you want to work with, those that you should work with? I think so many of us are like, I can help the world. I can help everyone. And we all know that we, we can't help everyone because some people don't want our help or some people aren't quite right. So we need to protect ourselves and our business. So has it helped you to sort of navigate through and find those clients that you love working with? Absolutely. Um, so there are, I have noticed that I would say 20% of clients give me a lot of headache and actually they give me 80% of the headache oh. and 80% of clients are a joy to work with and they tend to pay more. They tend to be very like quiet and coachable and they, you know, deliver stuff on time and they're a joy to work with and they're not, you know, argumentative and, you know, so yeah, it has helped me not only to work with uh, what I've no discovered in general is that people who pay a lot more, sometimes 10 times more, um, they are going to be easier to work with because they understand the value of their own time. Whereas people who, you know, pay, pay very cheaply, they will give you a thousand headaches because they don't mind wasting an afternoon discussing with you why, you know, why is something 200 pounds, you know, mm. um, whereas, you know, a client who pays more is is, you know, is a joy to work with. And yeah, it has helped me a lot to discover what kind of clients I want to work with. Beautifully put. And I think that's, that's a tough thing when, when people start out, uh, we find ourselves taking on all these kind of clients and we'll, we'll charge so low prices, but you do quickly work out, you know, to raise your prices. And it's a scary thing to do when you, you know, get through those first couple of years. But once you do raise your prices, then yeah, the clientele changes, their mindset changes, the way they approach things, how they look at you changes. So um, yeah, to I think fast track that is so important. It sounds like you've gone through the motions, you've seen this firsthand, and you now get to cherry pick the clients that you want to work with because you know the value and what you and what you bring. Yeah, so I would say that now there's a mix and match, right? So there's a a, a mix of clients who have already bought from me and they continue to buy small things from me and they are the biggest headache, but it's kind of like, because they know me, we know each other. It's like the devil that we know sort of thing. And um, yeah, we, 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 we buy stuff from each other. Right. Um, and then there's the new clients who tend to be, you know, the higher value clients and um, they tend to be the ones that, you know, are quiet. They give the work on deliver on time and, you know, they're a joy to work with. So, yeah, it's it's but it's a mix, you know, like you can't always just jump to the new clients only and not sell to your old, you know, to your previous clients because they're, you know, the clients that you've already had, they already know you. So it's like you send them an email or you send them a message and they just buy. So it's like an easier sale, but sometimes can be bigger headache. So sometimes you have to do mix and match until you have like a steady revenue from the, you know, the other clients. And sometimes you, you will just have to always have a mix and match of people that you just know you, they will give you a headache. You'll just have to cope with it. Or, or you can choose what you want to do, but I mean, I don't say no to money <laughs> um, <laughs> unless, you know, unless there's a, a really big problem. Nice. Okay. So look, going forward, what's, what's your 2023 looking like? Where are you, where are you focused? I have uh, 
a very exciting thing right now because I'm collaborating with Marie Diamond, who is featured in the movie The Secret. And, you know, she she helped many authors to sell 200 million books. And now we're doing a collaborative book program together. And uh, she manifested me. I manifested her because we're both badass at what we do. And, um, you know, she had, you know, multiple people to choose from. She chose me. And, um, of course, I, I like what she does. And I think that um, I'm ready to go to the next level. And for me, next level means, um, you know, doing this collaborative book with her. And in that book program, we have a lot of exciting entrepreneurs. We're going to do a book series, uh, Global Conscious Leaders is the next uh, book uh, program that will start very soon in a few days. And um, it includes being featured in multiple TV channels and Hulu TV and Apple TV and uh, Amazon Fire TV and Roku TV and so on. And um, aside from that, people who want to publish their book, I will continue to do that. And maybe um, at the end of the year or maybe at early next year, I'm going to look at creating a music video or a Netflix uh, documentary about the program and how it works and how I'm helping people to upgrade their brand through publishing a book because it's quite an experience. Um, it involves a little bit of personal styling as well. And um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I'm very excited about that because um, I really see my dream of inspiring 100 million people to be happier and to tell stories that transform the world coming true gradually. And um, through that, through that, making a bigger difference. And I do feel that by doing that, I feel that I matter, you know, uh, because I, I grew up feeling like I'm worthless. Uh, so that's my way of contributing to the world and in a way the world is contributing to me as well <laughs> nice sounds fantastic well lily thank you so much for your time thank you for sharing your personal story and everything that you you're going through so hey if people want to find out more about you uh where can they find you so um you have a challenge because my surname is not very easily um you know pronounceable but um you can find me on social media lily patrascu or you can find me on my website www.lily.global lily is written l i l y and uh yeah there super stuff well everyone please go and check lily out and hey thank you so much again for your time it's been an absolute pleasure it was a pleasure to uh, be interviewed Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>